We are on Chagiga Tesvav Amad Aleph 15a2 in the Arshul Gemara. We are now up to Acher. We had the story of the four rabbis going into the orchard, into the Pardes, Ben Azai, Ben Zoma, Acher, and Rabbi Akiva, and how when they left, different things happened to each person. And so for Acher, it says that when he left, the orchard, Kitzitz Banatios. He chopped down the saplings in the orchard. And so now, for the next uh, couple of recordings, we're going to discuss various stories with regards to this person, Acher. His name was Elisha Benavuya. He was a Torah scholar who, I believe, is the only person recorded in the Gemara to have left religion, left, uh, gone, what we say, off the derech, has left uh, the the Torah Jewish religion. And the discussion here is uh, a fascinating discussion. It's about a rabbi leaving the fold. It's about tshuva, the potential for repentance is there. Is there anybody who doesn't have the ability to repent, the opportunity to repent? And there is a discussion here about the student, is a student allowed to study from a teacher who is a disgraced teacher, a teacher who does not follow, did at one point follow in the ways of the Torah, but no longer follows in the way of the Torah. So there's a lot of different themes here that are going on with regards to Acher and his student, Rameyer. He has a student, Rameyer, who continues to follow him uh, throughout Acher's life, even after he leaves the fold. So let's go through the various stories here. So Acher Kitis Menetios. In the first column of 15A2 in the Art Scroll, all of Akas of Omer, about Acher, whose name was Elisha Benavuya, Acher means the other. He's referred to as the other. We're going to see where he gets this name from to be called the other. But the verse says about him, Al titin espicha lachti es bisarecha. Do not let your mouth bring guilt, bring sin on your flesh. And that is referring to that could be referring to Acher. The Gemara says it's referring to Acher. What did Acher do? Mahi. What caused Acher to sin? He was this big, great Torah scholar. What caused him to sin? So the Gemara is going to give one story, but there are in fact multiple stories. There are different stories that are brought throughout either the Talmud, the Gemara, or other Midrashim as to what exactly happened. And some of the stories, before we get to our Gemara's story, is that his mother, when she was pregnant with Acher, used to go by the different idol worship uh, places where they did idol worship and she used to go and she would smell the scents there and eat the food there and that would have an impact on Acher down the line. There's another story that says that when it was Acher's bris, when he was a baby, so his father very much saw what the other rabbis in the room were doing and how they were and the unbelievable, unbelievable things that were happening as they were studying Torah. And so he said, my son, my son has to be this great Talmud Chacham, this great Torah scholar, not necessarily for the right reason, so that he gets closer to God, but really so that he has this honor and this experience of being the Torah scholar. So as a result of that, that his father educating him in a way where he becomes a Torah scholar, but for the wrong reasons, so that is another story which contributes to him eventually leaving the fold. The Gemara also records another story where Acher, Elisha Ben Avuya, this person, he sees a child listening 
to his parents, to and the parents say that you should go up onto the tree and you should perform the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakain. The mitzvah of Shiluah Hakain is that if you have the mother bird that's by a nest with eggs and you want to take the eggs, so then out of compassion you if you want to take the eggs, you should shoo away the mother bird so that you don't take the eggs while the mother bird is still there. So you first shoo away the mother bird and then you take the eggs. That is a mitzvah called Shiluah Hakim. And there are two mitzvahs that are found in the Torah, which say explicitly in the Torah that you will have arichos yamim, you will live a long life. One of them is following, respecting your parents. And here this child who went up the ladder to perform this mitzvah shiluah hakein of removing the egg, is fueling away the mother bird, and then taking the eggs. He performed that mitzvah of listening to his parents, because it was his parents who told him to do that. And the second mitzvah that's found in the Torah, that you, that says that you'll get a long life, is also this mitzvah of shiluah hakein. So he was fulfilling both of the mitzvahs, where it says explicitly, written in the Torah, that you'll live a long life. And what happened to this child, as he was coming down the ladder, he fell off the ladder and he died. And so... Acher saw this, he witnessed this, and he, he asked, how is this possible? How is it possible that somebody who, that uh, somebody follows in the ways of the Torah, and the Torah promises them that they're going to live a long life, and then on their way down, they die. And essentially, he's asking the question of why do bad things happen to good people? This is an extremely form, form of it, but essentially, he was asking why do bad things happen to good people? And then we have also our story. There are a few other stories, but... We will continue with our story in our Gemara. Mahi, what happened to Acher as he went into the orchard? He went into this orchard, this spiritual uh, place. So Chaza Mitatron. He saw the angel Mitatron, which is a uh, very powerful angel. Mitatron was given permission to sit and write down the merits of the Jewish people. So Mitatron was sitting. What did Acher say? Amar Acher said, "Gemira de la mala lo hava lo yeshiva lo tachros lo orif lo ipui." He said that we have a tradition. Acher said we have a tradition that the angels they do not sit. This angel Metatron was sitting, whatever sitting represents. I think only God sits, but Metatron, uh, the the angels do not sit. And there's also he lists a few things, but the main part here is that he has a tradition that the angels do not sit, but they don't sit. They don't have competition. They don't have a, the back of a head, and they don't get tired. But the point is here is that he says that we have a tradition that they don't sit, and he sees this angel Mitatron sitting. So he says, So Acher then says, is it possible that there are actually two authorities, that it's not one God, but it's one who's God, and the other one is Mitatron, that this angel Mitatron, the fact that he's sitting, reveals to us that he is also on the same level as God, that there are two gods. And so Afkuhu and so that's that's the conclusion that Acher comes to. So he comes to this conclusion that there can't just be one God. And that's probably similar to the story of the child that comes down and dies, that it can't be that there's just one God, because then how would God let this happen? So there must be multiple gods. And so he, he has this history of 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 seeing of not believing in God, and also with the story with his father of not doing things for the right reasons. And so both of these different factors play into the ultimate decision of Acher, which is to leave the fold. The Gemara now continues with the story, Afkul Meitatron, with the story of what happened in the orchard, and they took Meitatron out, Umachyuhu Shitin Pulse Denura. And so they were basically punishing 
Meitachon, or it looked like they were punishing Meitachon. The commentators explained that they weren't actually punishing him, but they just wanted it to be viewed for Achir as though they were punishing him. And so they inflicted him with 60 blows of fire. And Amrulan, they said to Meitachon, My time, Aki Chazizah, look come to me, come a. Why didn't you stand up? So as not to confuse Achir, you should have stood up at the time that Achir saw you. So Yisavilei was then given permission. If you earlier he was given permission to write down the merits of the Jewish people, Meitachon was then given permission to erase the merits of Acher. And so he erased the merits of Acher because Acher came to this conclusion. And then this is the big line: Yatz the Baskal of Amra, a heavenly voice came and said, "Shuvu vanim shovavim." He quotes the verse that says that you can return, Everyone, anyone can return, even though the sons who have strayed away, the wayward sons, you can still return, everyone can return, chutz me'acher, says this heavenly voice to acher, everyone can return, except for acher, acher who's the other, the other, he cannot return, everyone has the potential to repent, to, to ask for forgiveness, to change their ways, except for acher, acher does not have that, ability to change his ways. So what does this mean that he doesn't have the potential to do tshuva, to repent? We have a, a we have a foundational principle which is that everyone has the ability to repent. There might be a few cases in history, perhaps Paro when they were in Egypt, uh, others, but a very, very small number of people that uh, they, they didn't have free will to repent. What does it mean? Why would Akhir not have this ability uh, to repent? So some give the explanation is that it's not that he didn't have the ability to repent. He could have, he could repent, but he wouldn't have the help from Hashem unless he changed his ways significantly. He wouldn't have the help from Hashem to uh, to repent. Other very uh, beautiful ideas is that this Baskal, What does it mean? He has this heavenly voice come to him. He just became this uh, this wicked this person who who denied God, doesn't believe in, in monotheism, doesn't believe in God. This is not necessarily a Baskal, Some explain that being spoken to from God to him, but this is just his own interpretation of of his his uh, of his actions. That if he if he if he went so far, he's telling himself, "There's nothing I could do about it. I cannot repent." It was him just talking to himself. It's his inner voice telling him that everyone else could repent except for me, except for Acher. I heard another explanation, and then we'll continue that the Talmud Yerushalmi. There's a oh, there's a Talmud Bavli from the Babylonian Talmud, which is what we're studying. There's also a Talmud Yerushalmi, the Jerusalem Talmud, which also has stories at this point in time that discuss Acher in the same tractate in Chagiga with slight variations. And in the Talmud Yerushalmi, in the Jerusalem Talmud, it says, not Chutz Me'acher, but Chutz Me'elisha Ben Avua, except for Elisha Ben Avua, and it changes it. And the explanation that I heard is that it says Chutz Me'acher, that everyone could repent unless... Your acher, unless you acher means the other, unless you view yourself as the other, as the other who cannot come back. If you view yourself as somebody who's the other who cannot repent, so then it's just going to be impossible for you uh, to repent. If you constantly, if you self, if you identify yourself as the acher, as the other, so then you cannot repent. And that's what the Baskal was saying. The heavenly voice said that if you view yourself as the acher, if you view yourself as the other, so then you cannot repent. And that's what our Talmud says. The Jerusalem Talmud is not what it says, not what actually took place, but how Acher interpreted it. Acher interpreted it as anybody could repent except for Elisha ben Avua. Elisha ben Avua was his original name, 
and he thinks that there's a, no possibility for to, for repentance. That the heavenly voice he he misinterpreted the heavenly voice, and he thought that the heavenly voice was saying that him as an individual can never repent. When in truth, the heavenly voice was saying that if you you could repent, it's just that if you view yourself as the other, as somebody who is just uh, separated, and you don't even you can't view yourself as somebody who could come back, so then it's going to be impossible to repent. Uh, which is something that uh, which is very practical that that that, that everyone. Uh, has uh, some small aspect of that we are who we are and we can't change and we're in in our in our uh, in our flaws we view ourselves sometimes as the achir as the one who really we have our flaws there's nothing we can do about it that's just how life goes and so it's a very uh, very important uh, point for this gemara uh, with regards to repentance and and doing tshuva and returning to to Hashem. So the Gemara continues with the story. So Acher then says, Amar, Acher said to himself, If this is what the heavenly voice is saying, that I've been banished from the world to come, so then turning to 1583, I might as well go out and have a blast in this world. If I'm not going to have any reward in the world to come, I might as well go out and take, indulge in the pleasures of this world. So what did he do? So now he went and he strayed and he increased. Tarbos says that he increased his bad ways. And perhaps what he's doing is really, it's a, it's a form of rebellion. That it's not just that he thinks that, uh, you know, life is about partying, but it's really to stick it to, to God. He's rebelling against against Hashem. So Nafak, what did he do? Ashkach zona tva. He found, he went out and he found a harlot and he asked her for her services. So Amrle, she said to him, but you're famous, you're the famous, the, the great Torah scholar, Lusha Benavua. How, how could you be coming to me? So what did he do in response? This is all part of his rebellion. He uprooted a radish. He violated Shabbos. You can't uproot a radish from the ground on Shabbos. He did that. He violated Shabbos to show how he's really, it's, uh, he's a different person. Either he's a different person or he's not Elisha Benavua, but he was trying to show her that, listen, I'm, I'm somebody who does not Keep the Shabbos. I violate the Shabbos by removing the radish from the ground. So Amra, she said, and she's the one that gave him this uh, this name, Acherhu. This must be somebody else. This is not Elisha Benavua, but he's Acher. And from that point on, that she said that, this harlot gave him the name Acher, that he's the other. He's somebody else. He's not Elisha Benavua. And so then that became his name in the Gemara. It always refers to him as not as Elisha Benavua, but as Acher, as the other. The Gemara now <coughs> continues with various discussions between this Acher after this whole incident. He's already he's uh, left uh, religion, uh, the Jewish religion, and so his student. He had a student who followed him before he left, whose name was Remeir, who continued to follow him even after this whole episode in the orchard. And so Shal Acher, we have various stories between Acher and his student Rabbi Meir. Shal Acher Remeir Acher Ra. Acher asked Remeir after. He uh, he left and he uh, rebelled against Hashem to God, against God. Amrlay, my said, what does it mean in the verse? The verse says, God has made this one and that one as well. It's as if they're opposites. This and that. What is this and that referring to? So Amrlay, Mayor said to him, Whatever Hashem created, he created something corresponding to it. What are some examples? Bar Harim, Bar Gavos. He created mountains. 
and he also created hills. Bar Yamim, Bar Naharos. He created seas, he also created rivers. Amar Lo Acher said to him, no, that's not how you have to interpret it. This is how you. This is how your teacher, your other teacher, Rabbi Meir had two teachers. One was Acher, the other one was Rabbi Kiva. He says, Rabbi Kiva, Rabcha, Lo your teacher Rabbi Kiva interpreted differently. Elabar Tzadikim Bar Rishayim. Rather, Hashem created Tzadikim, the righteous, and He created the wicked. Bar Ganeden, Bar Gehenim. The opposites are, He created Ganeden. Ganeden is uh, the Garden of Eden for those that deserve reward. Bar Gehenim. And He also created Hell. He created Gehenim. Kol Echad Acher continues. You can see through these different stories that he's struggling with his uh, with his decision to leave the fold, and this has has this weighs down upon him. Every time we're going to see, he, he interprets a verse to refer to himself and his situation. He says, Kol Each person has two portions: Echad one in Ganeden in heaven, and one in Gehenim in hell. Zachat Tzadik Natal Chalko Ganeden. If it's a righteous person, he merits, he takes his portion and the portion of his friend who has merits because the tzaddik, the righteous one, it's impossible just to impact yourself. You impact others also that just by being who you are as a righteous person, you have an impact on your family, on your friends, on your community, and that grows and grows and continues to have an impact. That's what we mean that also that somebody who dies continues to have an impact on this world because they have that impact on others who then have impact on others. So if you're righteous, you also get part of the reward for Gan Eden of your, of your friend's reward. And, but if you're a wicked person, so then you're guilty not just for what you do, but also for what you do to your friend. And, and he's talking to his student, or mayor here. And so he's saying, he seems to be saying about himself that, look, I'm the, I'm the Russia. I'm the one who's guilty. I'm the wicked one. And, I, and I'm going to be deserving of going to, it sounds like he's, he's referring to himself. The Gemara continues. Amr of Misharshia. Rabbi Misharshia said, uh, and he's commenting on this on this uh, teaching of Rabbi, of Acher. Ma'ikra, what is the source in the verses? that we know that they impact others. It says that they'll have a double portion in their land with regards to the righteous. With regards to the, the those that are the Rishayim. They'll have a double disaster. The, the, those that are wicked will have a double disaster. And that's the source for this concept that Acher was referring to. Another dialogue between Acher and Rumer. Acher asked Rumer after he left uh, the fold, after he increased in rebelling against Hashem. What does it mean? That it's referring to the Torah, or we'll see what it's referring to. Gold and glass cannot approximate it. It cannot be equal to it. And you can't exchange it with golden uh, pieces, golden uh, vessels. What is that referring to? Amar Lord Mayor says it's referring to Elu Divrei Torah. This is referring to words of Torah. Shekashen Liknosen. It's difficult to acquire Torah. Kiklei Zav, Paz. Just like it is uh, difficult to acquire gold vessels and fine uh, gold material. But at the same time, Nochen Lo'avdan Kiklei But it's also it's very easy to lose matters of Torah. Uh, through for forgetfulness as glass vessels. Glass vessels, they can break easily. And so, so too, the Torah could also break easily. And so that's how Rameir interprets this uh, this verse. It's referring to Torah that it's difficult to acquire and easy to lose. Amar Lo, so Achras is back to him. No, you're a teacher, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Rabbi Kiva didn't say this. Elamakli Zahav, Klizuchuchus, Afapishin, Ishburu, Yeshlehem Takana. 
Um, he says that Rabbi Kiva understands this, that even though it breaks, but there's still a way of fixing gold vessels, there's still a way of fixing them. And so he says, so to a Torah scholar, even if he, even if he, uh, even if he goes off and he sours, there's still a remedy. Just like there's a remedy when it comes to the glass and the gold vessels, so too there's a remedy. There's a way for somebody who's a Torah scholar who does something wrong to repent. So I'm allowed. So then you should also do tshuva. You should also repent. This is clearly Achir's interpreting again the verse referring to himself, uh, or at least this uh, this trouble that he's dealing with of the fact that he can't repent from the, the heavenly voice. So Amalo Achir says back to him, No, Kavar Shamati Me'achari good. I already heard about that the heavenly voice. I was already told there's no room for me to repent. And that's what he keeps on saying. So again, it might not have been exactly what the heavenly voice said. It could be that that's how he interpreted it. Um, and then we will continue with other stories between Acher and Rameir in the next recording.